0: An entitled Karen makes false accusations of harassment at work, all with a sole intention to try and get as many people fired as possible. And I honestly have never been more disgusted with another person's actions in my life. Here's what happened. So whenever I'm at work, I usually tend to stay on my co-worker's good side, and I never start any trouble. While other coworkers do try to start things between themselves, and somehow I always end up being part of it. Usually I remain neutral throughout the issue, or I try not to get involved involved with the main source of the issue but this co-worker in question went about making false accusations about our head cashiers as well as the cashier supervisor and even a fellow associate from a different department stating that all of them were harassing her and this even got to the point that one of them was fired and the others were given harsh warnings. So this entitled Karen would always complain about everything she would complain about where she was stationed at, her lack of hours even though she's technically giving away her hours or calling out and calling the manager's store phone number, claiming that the head cashier is apparently abusing her by making her stay outside in the garden center and refusing to let her wear a winter coat despite the head cashier giving her time to go get her coat. Only for this entitled Karen to then say, no, it's fine. I don't need a coat. Then she calls management sobbing that she's cold and wasn't allowed to go get her coat in the first place. This caused our head cashiers and our department supervisor to almost get fired. Fired multiple times. Luckily, the cameras were there to back up their claims, and they got a write up along with several warnings. Eventually, some of the cashiers pointed out that most of the time, this Karen of a co worker doesn't actually work and actually spends most of her shift FaceTiming with her friend. Then, about a week later, a cashier was fired, and this is all because this entitled Karen figured out which cashier outed her to management and made up some kind of sob story about the cashier harassing her. Even when everyone else, myself included, backed up the cashier, telling management that this cashier never harassed this Karen. But unfortunately, management was sucking up to this Karen, and the cashier never came back after that. The second co-worker to almost get fired was the hardware associate. He had seen this entitled Karen get her first House Depot badge for getting a lot of surveys done or something like that. So he came and gave Karen a gentle pat on her shoulder to congratulate her. Karen with the most disgusting look on her face, as if this guy had just spit in her face, screamed back at him, back off, don't touch me. This hardware associate was incredibly surprised and shocked at the sudden outburst that was directed right at him. He held up his hands while backing off and said to her, whoa, sorry, I didn't mean to startle you. I was only congratulating you for getting your first badge. But this entitled Karen doubled down. She said, you weren't congratulating me. You were invading my personal space, harassing me, and touching me without my consent. Sally, one of our head cashiers and supervisor tries to calm down this Karen but the entitled Karen refused to calm down unless the hardware associate apologized for touching her without her consent and to stay away from her to which the hardware associate did apologize and kept his distance from then on apparently even after the hardware associate had apologized to the Karen and all of the cashiers and myself included heard him say it this entitled Karen went to management to report this guy for supposedly harassing her and also making advances towards her while they were on break together. I didn't find out until my next shift that due to this accusation, this guy nearly got fired and wasn't allowed to work for a couple of weeks until it was all sorted out. By the time everything was sorted out between the Karen and this guy, Karen had already turned in her two-week notice because she refused to work anywhere near this guy because she claimed that she didn't feel safe around this guy, even though management had found out that this Karen lied about him making advances towards her. After this guy was allowed to return to work and the Karen quit for a safer job away from him, this guy openly said that if they did fire him, he would have been fine with it. Because it'll show management that they need to stop sucking up to this stupid lady as well as other entitled customers ridiculous demands. Because in his words, all the good associates are leaving because management can't say no to bad customers or bad associates. And management would rather just suck up to somebody just to try and save their own butts. I found out that this entitled Karen had started working at Walmart near my house, and when she saw me, she asked if that guy who apparently made advances towards her still worked there. I responded by saying, yes, but he never did that. That's just what you said, not me or the other associates who worked there. And when I said that, this entitled Karen probably for the first time ever, just straight up shut up and walked away. But since COVID started, I haven't seen her there anymore. She probably left for another job or moved up in department status. Either way, hopefully no one she ever runs into ever has to deal with those types of false accusations ever again. The way this entitled Karen was acting is absolutely inappropriate. Like, there's just no good excuse for anything that she was doing. She was literally making things up just to try and get people fired. And sure, the one co-worker probably should not have patted that lady on the shoulder, but at the end of the day, what he was doing honestly was innocent, and it did not warrant this type of reaction in the slightest. I can't stand people who act like this, and they're just finding ways to try And abuse whatever privilege they have just to try and ruin someone else's life. So hopefully, karma comes back to bite her one day and gives her back exactly what she deserves because she had no right to take away these people's jobs and to basically try and ruin someone's reputation. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My family wants to punish my aunt for rescheduling a holiday dinner that they were planning on going to, and as a result, I'm being dragged into this family drama in a way that I never signed up for and I honestly don't know what to do. So my aunt has always hosted most holiday dinners and as we've gotten older it's become much harder to get everyone together. She chooses a date and a time based on when she and her own kids are available and then announces it to the rest of the family. If we can attend that's great and if not that's just how it is. I completely understand that trying to coordinate 25 plus adults during the holiday season is nearly impossible and if she were to ask about everyone's availability, she would inevitably end up having to choose a date that she knew someone wasn't available for, and that would create a whole other set of issues. And for the record, I've never really had a problem with how she goes about scheduling the event that she's hosting. As a side note, my mom would be happy to host, but my aunt always ends up doing it. I'm not sure if there's some kind of rivalry or hurt feelings there of some kind that I'm not aware of, but again, I don't really see the big deal, either things Things how they are or say something and advocate for change This year one of my aunt's kids ended up changing their schedule at the last minute and wasn't going to be able to attend on the original date planned for the Christmas dinner My aunt has now decided to reschedule it and now some of the people who couldn't attend the original date are now able to join us But now because of that some people won't be able to make it My sister is one who's available for the original date but won't be able to come to the new one because she's working I think it's important to note that she didn't schedule any time off of work for the original date. It was just a happy coincidence that it lined up in the way that it did. Nobody was asked about availability for either date as well. My husband now thinks that we should boycott the whole thing and try and make some kind of weird point by making this big show and tell about one person missing the event by having half the family not show up in protest. This way in his mind this will hopefully maybe sink in that she shouldn't change the dinner. My sister is also suggesting that we just invite that whole side of the family to the Christmas dinner that I'm hosting on the 25th for my parents, my siblings, and my grandparents. I will be 31 weeks pregnant and not super keen on going from nine people to 25 plus people all on Christmas day at that. We're also well aware that this aunt and her kids are the only ones who wouldn't be able to attend that day. And that to me feels like that would be really petty and toxic behavior. So I'm kind of stuck at a crossroads and I honestly don't know what to do. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. I honestly would not play into some weird drama that you're clearly not a part of. And good for you as well. You've managed to stay out of this garbage in a really wonderful way where you are clearly left out of the loop. And in this case, it's probably a good thing. There's clearly some family drama going on involving your aunt and this stupid Christmas party. And now your husband and your sister are trying to use your private Christmas party as some weird petty form of protest test all at the expense of your plans and your expectations. And if I was in your shoes, I would not play into that for a second. I would not start inviting more people and saying, hey, let's do this as some kind of protest because that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Drama like this really does happen around the holidays, but that does not mean that you have to deal with that for a second. So if I was you, I would put your foot down and say, no, we're not inviting more people. I'm going to be 31 weeks pregnant and there's no way I'm going to be dealing with that. And honestly, you shouldn't deal with with that. They're just doing this to try and get back at this aunt for some dumb reason. And they're using you as a pawn in their stupid chess game. And I just would not play into that for a second. I'm also really on the original poster side here. If you can make the party, fantastic. But if you can't make the party, then go do something else. Like, the people who are complaining about this are all adults in this situation, right? Are they really incapable of not trying to punish a family member, all because they tried to reschedule it where their kids could show up to the dinner? Like, this honestly feels so ridiculous at this point. So hopefully all of this can work out for you because your family's being super obnoxious and there's no reason to punish your aunt all because she's trying to reschedule the dinner so that she can spend time with her kids on Christmas Day, which by the way is not that unreasonable of a request. I'm convinced that my wife's friend secretly wanted me and my wife to get a divorce behind our backs and I'm honestly disgusted by the way she acted and I don't know what to think. So my wife and I have been married for two years. After one year of marriage, we were going through a rough patch due to some emotional issues that led me being resentful and frustrated. At that time, my wife's friend, who my wife knew for more than 8 years and has been friends with her since they were in school, was already living with us. She moved in with us a few months ago, before this rough patch that we hit, as she came to the country we were living in for her new job. Now, I'm an introvert, but I badly needed someone to vent to, so when the rough patch hit, opening up to my wife's friend was fairly easy, as we both were always joking and talking with each other around the house. To my surprise after only hearing my side of the story she immediately told me to reconsider the relationship with my wife. Thankfully I was not willing to break up with my wife as I still cared about her. Fast forward and months went by and this friend started making some remarks when we were both alone or when my wife was not at home. She would say things like if I had a man who cooked I would literally tell him to just move in with me or something like why does she always..." call you honey or babe. Your relationship is super unhealthy. Another time when I had to go to work out of town she told my wife out of nowhere that I'm going to leave her one day. In another similar incident I told this friend that I might break up and go to a different country and she said you can't do that alone. It would be better if you did it with someone else. And her tone really hinted that she wanted to go with me. Even when me and my wife got engaged she never congratulated my wife or me and acted really weird about it overall. Eventually, me and this friend became kind of close emotionally. A cousin that I was very close to passed away, and my wife and I got into a huge fight. I was sitting in the balcony at around midnight with tears in my eyes when this friend came to me and started rubbing my back and tried to comfort me. Eventually, I told her about my memories with my cousin, and I just talked to her about what was going on. She cried a little bit too, and we hugged each other for a good one to two minutes. We didn't tell my wife about any of this. The point is to be noted – is that this friend never even hugged my wife or even cried in front of her. She is emotionally that reserved and prefers to be alone most of the time. Two weeks later, me and my wife decided to move to another country and as we were moving, forgot a locket that belonged to her. But I decided to try and keep it as a memory. But I very quickly realized that this was the wrong thing to do. So I texted the friend that I left the locket in the car she used to drive to drop us off at the airport. I also brought some earrings and I left it as a gift for her as well, telling her that she could keep them or throw them away or do whatever she wants with them. She thanked me for the earrings via text message and later during the middle of the flight we were taking I found her locket in my backpack and I honestly don't know when she slipped her locket back in my bag When we were standing outside the airport bidding goodbye, this friend only gave a handshake to my wife but hugged me in front of my wife even though she is not a hugger and my wife strictly told her to never hug me. Once we separated from the friend, my wife and I decided to take a small break as we were both overwhelmed. I texted this friend and I thanked her for the support that she gave me during our rough patch and I also mentioned that I did like her as a person but I never mentioned that I want her or anything like that in the message. But she then told my wife about this. Now the thing that really surprised me was that she left out all the comments and remarks that she gave me when we were both completely alone even her slipping the locket in my bag part and told only my wife things that made me look like a complete jerk. Naturally, my wife was furious at me. It took my wife and I four hours for the whole talk that we had, where we decided that we wanted to stay together. A few days after this happened, my wife called this friend to ask about the job opportunity this friend told her about in Copenhagen. This friend knew someone who could help my wife with a job opportunity over there. Before answering, this friend asked my wife about our relationship situation, and my wife told her that we worked things out. And almost immediately after hearing that. she started acting weird and saying that she doesn't think that the opportunity is available anymore and she said this in a really non-friendly tone. After that, I broke all contact with this friend, but my wife still tried to keep in touch with her. But whenever my wife tried confronting the friend for the things that she said and did behind our backs, the friend refused to answer calls and would get irritated and say that all of this is a giant mistake and then just hang up the phone. It's now been more than six months since then and my wife's texting her, And they haven't spoken since Even though they're still friends on Facebook and Instagram I feel bad that I ruined their relationship But my wife says it's not my fault Because she is an adult And she made these choices consciously And my wife also revealed That this friend of hers Was always extremely competitive with her I have already apologized to my wife For my faults And promised to never repeat that ever again Do you think that this friend either liked me Or wanted to break my wife's relationship up out of jealousy. It all seems so confusing and I honestly am not sure what to believe. First off, the original poster was spending a little bit too much time with this friend behind his wife's back. Like honestly, the way you were connecting with her and basically using her as some kind of sounding board against what your wife is or isn't doing or whatever rough patch you may have been going through, personally was completely inappropriate. You guys had an emotional affair, like there's no other way around it and you really should be counting your lucky stars that your wife even decided to stay with you, because what you just described is really inappropriate. But onto your question itself, yeah, she was definitely trying to break you guys up. Like she very clearly did not want you two to be together in the slightest. And that's not fair for you guys at all, especially when you consider the fact that she very clearly is competitive with your wife. But all that pushed aside, none of this would have happened if you hadn't started making moves on this lady. Maybe I'm rude by saying this, so please correct me in the comment section if I am, but the problems that this original poster had faced because of this lady is literally his own fault. So I think moving forward, being loyal to your wife and choosing to stay with her and spend time with her and sort out the problems with just her really would take you a long way and could completely avoid this situation altogether as well as possibly preserve your marriage with your wife. Today I messed up by falling in love with someone that I know for a fact is never going to love me in return and now I truly don't know what to do. I'm a 24 year old female and I'm a very nice person. I love deeply and I care deeply. About people. Where I mess up is that I'm giving that deep energy to people who don't want to receive it. So I've had a crush on this guy for two years. I met him two years ago as a hookup type of guy because I was moving away soon. It sucked after because I just wanted him so badly. I've always had a crush on this guy since then. Fast forward to this year, and we started talking again more consistently in July. He wanted to meet me again and then wanted to also spend some quality time together, if you know what I mean. He's four hours away from me, and he's in medical school, so his schedule is very tight with time. We had tried for a few months to align schedules, and it finally happened this weekend. My dilemma here, and why I know now that I shouldn't have went, is that I like him a lot. In my eyes, he's everything I want in a life partner. I've expressed that I liked him, and he says that he likes me, but he can't do anything like that, because his medical residency starts later in 2023, and he knows it will take all of his time. He's very very career-focused, and that's his number one priority, besides family and religion. Plus, with that residency, he will be moving further away from me. I also think he's afraid to be emotionally available, because he doesn't want it to distract from his career. I thought at one point that I had truly accepted the fact that he doesn't want anything serious at this time in his life. So I thought I'd be able to handle seeing him in person this weekend. But the moment I saw him, my heart dropped, because all of my strong feelings for him came came back. I didn't realize just how much I missed being around him. He's so funny and cute. Very intelligent. Very well-rounded. The next day when he was at work at the hospital, I just started crying by myself because all my feelings came back so strongly and I knew he wouldn't reciprocate that in the slightest. I tried to focus on having fun and living in the moment. We went to dinner and he paid for it. We were just talking all night and having a good time. I feel so at ease around him. The last morning, I dropped him off at the airport because he's flying to his hometown for the holidays. He kissed me goodbye and said I'll see you later. And when I drove home I just cried so hard. I texted him that I was grateful to spend the weekend with him and thanked him for taking the time out of his schedule to have me over. I told him that I miss him way more than I realized after seeing him in person. But he never replied back. But he did send me some money for gas. I keep thinking about the what ifs. Does he see me as a potential partner for him in the future? Does he feel connection like how I do. I keep wanting him to know how I feel, that I have the patience and support and the love that he might want and need. I want to be a rock for him. I want to be there for him through all of it. i do anything to make something work but I know all of that is useless because he won't open up his heart and try. He says he's narrow-minded with it. I know I should have let him go when he told me that he didn't want anything serious. I should have moved on earlier. I should have listened to what he said and believed him when he said he does not want anything serious. It's like I can't stop thinking why? Why am I not good enough for him to try something with me? Why can't he see what I could give him? Why does he have to close himself up? Am I not pretty enough? Am I not good enough? I think I got hung up on all the small things. When he says he likes me, when he says he was so excited to see me, when he gave me a kiss goodbye and everything in between. It's all my fault though. I know I'm not obligated to get a text back and I know I'm not obligated for him to open up to me or to tell me how he feels about me. It's all so very heartbreaking and confusing and I don't know what to do. First off, I think you need to realize in my opinion that you just got played. This guy literally only brought you out so he could spend some quality time with you for a few days and then basically ghosted you. This guy's living a double life. He's spending quality time with you on the side while also professing that his family and his religion is some kind of priority. But I can guarantee you if this is what he's doing on the side, those other two things that normally mean something to other people is probably probably just some big facade for this life he's living. And I think the sooner you realize that, the better. Also, this entire post, in my opinion, came off as very desperate. He really does not feel the same way towards you. And it's really unfortunate. He clearly just wanted a hookup. And it's obvious he's never going to pick you over his career. And what's worse is you probably already know that. You probably know he's never going to pick you over his career. But he still invited you anyways. And this just perpetuated this idea of, well, what's wrong with me? What did I do? Trust me. The problem's not with you. The problem's with this guy and his lack of morals and the fact that he's playing on your emotions. But you truly are giving yourself a disservice as well as basically stifling any type of emotional growth by holding on to this fantasy that this guy's ever going to bring you into his life. You can do so much better than this scumbag who only invited you over for some kind of hookup. So hopefully this works out for you in some kind of way. And you can find it in yourself to find another person who really will love you in the way that you want to be loved in return.